Hello and welcome to the Big Lab Podcast. This is episode six. Today I'm joined with Taylor Binney. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thanks. Today... Big Lab Podcast. Yeah, you've been messaging me like non-stop saying, when can I come on? Okay, just to confirm. <laughs> well, today we're going to be speaking about your new not-so-secret project, Ignite. Mm-hmm. But first of all, for the people at home and people watching, um, me and Taylor met up at an event in March 2019. Um, I'm not going to go into the company that we were there for. We didn't actually speak that much on the day, did we? I don't think we spoke at all on the day. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think so. It was quite an awkward event, wasn't it? Well, everyone was kind of in like groups and it was there was activities. Um, and then you were rushing off after... So we didn't actually speak until we were all in a group chat. Yeah, we had that group chat afterwards, didn't we? Oh mm. no, like me and Freddie stayed longer than we should have done. We joined in with like all the boxing and stuff that we shouldn't have been in. We oh, just yeah. stayed anyway. But then anyway, <laughs> after after that, we um we went to Body Power and basically Taylor followed me around for a couple of days because she had no mates, and we met up with. And we met up with Sam and Callan that were on episode three. If you've not checked that one out, go listen to it. It's a good one. Um, and then we were planning on meeting up, I think, again at the Body Power last year, but obviously due to Corona, um, that plan got oh, cancelled. Yeah. I, I, uh, I speak very posh from down south, and uh, George is from up north. So body power is the only is our annual opportunity. So. <laughs> sort of bang in the middle, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I also organised an event last year in March that was meant to be like a big event in London, which Taylor was going to come to. But then uh, lockdown happened the week before I'd organised it. I think I'd organised for about thirty-five people to meet up in London, yeah. organised food, a gym, everything, and then got cancelled the week before I was fuming but that, yeah, will, that's a shame. that will happen hopefully maybe this year with the road plan that's yeah. came out potentially later this year if not definitely 2022 fingers crossed yeah. Yeah, yeah. but anyway let's start talking about your not so secret project that you sort of released what was it about a week or two ago yeah just over a week ago now actually longest week of my life <laughs> We'll get on to that a bit later, I think. Um, <laughs> so what is the name of the project for the people at home and how did it come about? So um, the project is called Ignite and it is a fitness and wellness app. And there's a really long story about why I created it. But um, I started posting fitness app content on Instagram around the time that we met at that event, actually, like beginning yeah. of 2019. Um, and then I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed posting fitness things, but I've always known that I really wanted to create something that was mine. Um, like I've never been no hate at all. I've never been hugely into loads of gifted items and like loads of brand partnerships, mostly because the thought of it stresses me out because I don't have that much time <laughs> to be like dealing with all these different companies but I've always known that um I really enjoyed sharing like my my fitness journey from coming from a disordered eating to like the gym really helped me with my health and well-being so I always knew I wanted to create something that would help people with that more than just posting on Instagram um so that's how Ignite came about and how long has this sort of been going on that you wanted to do it? Like, when did the idea first come about? Um, so the the idea of creating something actually started probably maybe like August time last year. I thought, I know, I'll write an ebook. Um, I'll write an ebook all about mental health and well-being and fitness and nutrition and just put together a bit of like a 
not a workout plan or a workout guide I wanted to do something a little bit different um and then I started writing that and I thought oh wouldn't it be great if I could partner with a company that would help me um give it to people on an app you know how some companies will let influencers like put yeah. their on that um so I started thinking yeah that would be good and um, I'm quite into like manifesting and so I started manifesting it and I was like someone's going to contact me and I'm going to be able to put it on an app um and then this company did contact me about 10 days later <laughs> got an email and they said listen we're building this platform um for basically for fitness um athletes and influencers to create their own app um to be able to use our platform to target your audience and build that so I was like well great because I I wanted to release an ebook but this is so much better <laughs> <laughs> so I went along with that and we started building Ignite as a partnership so I had actually created Ignite the brand and they were just providing the kind of platform to yeah. put it on and that's how it, it started. It's changed since then in the last week, but we'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. <laughs> that is the story of like how um, the, the actual product came about. It just grew from a little idea and then became an app. And did, uh, did the name come from anything or was with the other names that it was going to be or was it always going to be Ignite? So the ebook was going to be called something different, and I'm not going to say what what that was because I actually still think I might do that ebook because it's so that's so different to what this is. Right. Um, Ignite came from me thinking I really want to call it something that isn't just my name, that isn't just fitness, and that isn't just well being. And I didn't want it to be too long. <laughs> so I, I spent a couple of days like writing down words that made me feel like powerful and strong and um, words that hadn't really been used by someone else. Um, and I wanted something to encompass like mind and body because I didn't just want it to be a fitness app or a workout plan. I really wanted to focus on like healthy from the inside. I remember just the word ignite. I just was like, that makes me feel like, yeah, I can. And like, that's why I loved it so much. And then underneath the word ignite, we've got mind, body, potential. So it's like, ignite your mind, ignite your body, ignite your potential. Interesting. Because like, obviously I had a similar thing with naming this podcast. I wrote a couple of names down. I think I only got to like the fifth name and I was like, right, that's it. <laughs> I must have been doing it for about two minutes. I wrote a couple of names and I was like, no, that's the one. I'm going with that. Yeah. I just put a tick next to it. I was like, right, done. Let's let's set um, it up. <laughs> I think it's quite important picking a name for your business or for your brand, but I don't think that you should worry about it so much. Um, no. yeah. I think there's a tendency to get hung up on those really small details and um actually yeah don't don't overthink it just give it that word for me ignite just felt like it encompassed everything that I wanted it to be so I was like okay that, that'll be it yeah that's it isn't it like at the end of the day if the name isn't like absolutely ridiculous but the people believe in whatever the product is then I don't think the, the name of the brand is going to come into thought too much when it comes into like a customer's mind whether they're yeah. gonna go through with it or not yeah definitely and I think you really like with branding you need to how do I say this like brand yourself for where you actually are in your journey yeah. as a business so like my um website is still my name because I've built my brand my personal brand around me and if I picked this really kind of out there name um, people want to be a bit quirky and a bit like different like if you think of like Nike and, and um, don't be further ahead than you are because all that will happen is that you just people won't know what you're about yeah exactly um, so if you you want to build your branding that's kind of obvious about what you actually are yeah true so you say that it is an app for sort of fitness and mindfulness and all of, of what that encompasses but what exactly does Ignite have to offer as an app? What features does it have or did it have? 
really a hard question to answer. I feel like we need to address the elephant in the room. <laughs> I think we do. I think we, I think we should just skip all the other questions and we'll go to, have you came up against any issues in making this up? Um, yeah. <laughs> I know we're laughing about it, but um, it, when you set out to create something, it's never going to be perfect. No. It's never going to go to plan. You're always going to have issues and things that you come up against. And quite honestly, if you let them upset you or get you down or make you think that you're a failure, then you're not cut out, cut out for it. Um, even with social media and Instagram, if you let your likes or your follows or your engagement stop you from doing it, then like it's not for you. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, I've had that issue with engagement for a while. <laughs> yeah, but you, you've just got to know mm your why I know it sounds so cringe and everyone always talks about their why but you just got to know it's going to work and if it goes wrong you've just got to be like oh oh well this is all part of the success story yeah. and um just like keep going with it so um yeah as I said I partnered with this company which is amazing it is one of the best opportunities I've ever been given and they were really really helpful in helping me build like brand strategy and showing me loads about developing the app and all of that kind of information was amazing. Um, but unfortunately, our partnership just has not worked out in the way that I wanted it to and that they wanted it to. So um, we've decided to part ways and um, that is not anyone's fault. Like I say, if you work in anything in technology, it's not always gonna work. Mm. And um, it was my first business and I definitely have learned a lot in the last week. Um, if anyone has joined Ignite, they'll know that the uh, there were a few technical difficulties <laughs> and, and I tried to handle them as best as I could. But um, yeah, we've decided to take it offline in the first week. And that was a really hard thing to do. And it was um, really hard to like stay positive and just think, but I know it's gonna be fine, even though my business had technically failed in six days <laughs> um but i am now building it myself which is a huge project but the app will still exist right differently to the original plan so you say you're building it yourself well okay so not in a partner <laughs> partnership with yeah that should be a bit clearer about that. i was gonna say like since when did you know coding and everything yeah okay I have, <laughs> i'm my own developer um, and i'm like way 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 more involved yeah. um i really want to stress the fact that the company that i partnered with were amazing and are amazing and their platform is going to be great but i think it probably was more for like PT and I think I just realized that the app that I want to deliver to my following and the kind of product that I would want to use from my way of thinking um just needs to be a little bit different so yeah but that's all part of the learning curve <laughs> I think you've you've raised a good point there because obviously I know you personally and I think when you know something's not right then you sort of immediately act on it whereas other people may have stayed with the company that you were originally partnered with and sort of tried to make sort of um just like make do with what they were given instead of whereas you know what you want you go out there and sort of find exactly what you want <laughs> yeah i think it's a it's a trait that i'm learning <laughs> it's like that it doesn't yeah it's not a bad thing it's a good thing but sometimes it's hard like it's, it's difficult conversations to have and I think that it definitely would have been so much easier for me this last week to just like you say carry on with it and um just try and make it work and try and make it fit but it's like trying to fit a circle in a square hole <laughs> and it just wasn't going in <laughs> um but yeah like I so know what I, what I want to build and I know like what it can be and I know how I felt when I was in a really bad place and I see how much of an impact that it can have on not just like my followers or other my friends but myself when I'm doing these like workouts with everyone and when I'm sharing like tips about silly little 
routines that I have and and knowing that it helps other people so I just can't wait to put it all in one place and um just crack on with it so I think we'll go back to the original question yeah what is the Ignite app going to offer so um some of it's TBC however it will be workouts for all levels um at the moment um, all of the kind of footage that I have is body weight and home style workouts because of the gym situation, but it will offer home and gym. Um, lots of different recipes, um, lots of different meal prep ideas. Um, there's also going to be the option to obviously do all of the mindfulness side of things. So a lot to do with gratitude, um, setting intentions, learning about the law of attraction, um, self-worth, self-love, um, all of that kind of like mind and body. Um, and there's also going to be lots of different challenges which were incorporated in the original app. But I really love the idea of every week having a challenge, but it's one part mind and one part body. So the first week's challenge was abs and gratitude. And um, so every single day there was a different challenge of a different way to practice gratitude. So that by the end of the week, um, people would know how they wanted to implement it into their weeks going forward. Um, because I think that for me, it is both. Um, and like I've used fitness to get myself into a really healthy place mentally and physically, but there's so much more to the mental side of things, especially coming out of like disordered eating. And if you want to achieve anything in your life, then I feel like there's a lot of things that I've learned that I kind of want to then teach other people. Right. So like I'm, I'll be honest, I'm sort of your typical lad and the whole manifesting gratitude thing is, it's not new to me. Obviously I see it on Instagram, like from your posts, other people's posts, but it does tend to be more the girls that sort of put those posts up. Um, just from what I've seen anyway, there's probably fellas doing it as well. But for the other people at home listening and watching, do you want to explain a little bit more about what manifesting and gratitude and things like that are, like how to do them? Yeah, and just sure. a little exp- explanation because like, I'm not saying that I, I don't know what they are. Yeah. I'm just not so familiar with sort of the process of what you do maybe on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, so for example, so starting with the law of attraction as a whole, I think for a lot of people, it sounds quite like airy-fairy and um, a lot of people will say like, oh yeah, but if you're thinking about that all the time, then you're probably just going to see it and it's just going to be a coincidence or, you know, people are a bit sceptical about it. But even if you're sceptical about it, what harm comes from thinking positively or choosing to think positively even if it's a coincidence that I had that person email me about creating an app when that's what I wanted to do, yeah. it still happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Um, but basically the law of attraction is the concept that like attracts like and what you think about the most is what you will bring into your life. So just like a few examples, um, if you believe that you are always going to be cheated on oh I always get cheated on everyone always cheats on me everyone I've never I'll never find a man that's this and the other I'll never find a girl that's loyal then you're essentially just saying to the universe like that's all I'm worth and that is just going to complete um continue to repeat itself and if you are always thinking about lack so you're always like oh I don't have enough money or I can't do that because I haven't got enough money or I can't go on holiday because I haven't got enough money I'm never going to be able to buy a house because I haven't got any money you're just putting that out there you just can you're just lack lack that so the universe is like okay well you yeah you're not gonna have any money because you're just continually saying that you don't have money whereas um so that's when affirmations come in and that is the idea of changing those negative limiting beliefs that you have about yourself um and basically starting to say them positively so instead of saying oh i always get cheated on um you're going to say 
I welcome into my life this wonderful person or you know you don't have to say it that cheesy but you just got to say it in a positive <laughs> way and just start like <clears throat> rewriting those limiting beliefs and I think um men and women have it about body image yeah I know I've been stick thin and looked in the mirror and just been like you're ugly you're fat you're like you're this you're that and you have to start rewriting that and like using positive affirmations so that's one side of it <laughs> and then um, I think that it's really hard to just start doing it without any kind of guidance um so that's why I really like sharing little challenges and it's like try this today or um you know put this into your routine then gratitude um is the idea that the more grateful you are for things the more you will have to be grateful for so one example is you might not like your car and you might be like oh my car i hate my car it's rubbish i want a new one i want a better one and um i read this in a book i think it was the secret which is one of my favorite books um to do with the law of attraction and it's like if you start getting into your car every day and just loving it and just being so grateful that it gets you from a to b and it works and it keeps you warm and it's raining outside and you're not getting wet like all those like little things um yeah the more grateful you are for what you have the universe will give you more to be grateful for so then you're more likely to get your nicer car but like uh, that's probably just like a little silly example um and then there's lots of different ways that you can practice gratitude so you some people like to write it down every day and um write down the list of things that they're grateful for um some people just like to think it throughout the day oh, i'm grateful for this i'm grateful for that like go and go into the fridge grateful that it's full go downstairs and it's winter grateful we've got the heating like you know little things like that um and some people like to do a bit of like a gratitude prayer which is what i like to do it's like every night when i get into bed i will like say thank you for another day and then i'll thank for all the things that i'm really grateful for um and then uh, that's how i end my day but yeah so there's all things like that <laughs> i think that was a a good explanation and i think probably a lot of us do most of these on a daily basis, probably without even realizing Like I know yourself, I've seen you post before about having like, do you have like, um, is it a law of attraction journal or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a few of them knocking about. Um, it's just the idea of like setting your intentions for the day, like writing down like, oh, these are my top three priority tasks. Yeah. And it feels good when you tick them off. Like it makes yeah. you more productive. Well, yeah to be fair when like I've got stuff to do um well even with work I have um like a notebook and for each week I'll write down all my tasks and then tick them off as I go but I do yeah. I do a similar thing with say anything that I've got to do outside of work in my notes and just tick them off as I go yeah um, obviously that's a little a little win each day when you tick them off <clears throat> but yeah I think it's just being aware of what basically you've just said and explained um because there's especially i think with social media these days as well it is quite easy to be negative about what you have because what you see usually on instagram especially if you go to your explore page which is where all the most popular posts in the world are at the time and nine times out of ten it's like a sports car a massive house a swimming pool crazy holidays and things like that and that's probably you're probably seeing like the top one percent maybe and i'd say even half of that is probably staged quite often probably. <laughs> like, like, like the amount of times you see people go to like dubai and then they hire maybe a lamborghini for a day and then they have a whole photo shoot throughout the day and that's all you'll see on instagram for about a month you know, it's so interesting that you say that because I don't see any of those posts. Like, I don't have anything like that on my feed. Really? Come here. I'll, I'll have a look right now. I'll, I'll have a look. Like, if I go to my discovery page, it's literally fitness and cats. Which yeah, I get I get fitness and stuff like that, but um, it, it goes off what you like, doesn't it? So like, there's there's quite a lot of car stuff on mine. Um, there's a lot um, of variety on, on mine, I'm not going to lie. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, I know just mean, expensive things whole, basically. It's that whole thing of people say like be grateful for what you have while you're working for what you want. And um 
there's a lot of people who, and I don't really know how to say this, but who are negative and post a lot of positive quotes because they're in a negative place. And there's yeah. a difference between like using that um, saying of like, oh, everything happens for a reason and being negative yeah. and actually trusting that everything is going to work out and that, you know, you are grateful. Well, yeah, exactly. Like you said, with the quotes, I think it could be taken to either way, unless you actually know the person and what sort of state of mind they're going for, like in at the time. Like one quote could mean one thing to one person and another to another person, depending just on what state of mindset you're in. Yeah, but listen, like no harm comes from being positive. And I have days where I'm, I'm not this like cloud of joy. You know this. <laughs> yeah. Get and like, well, yeah, it, that's why I sent you the notes before. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I knew you'd be stressed out. Um, but you just got to do your best. And yeah, I think we... Um, we live especially in a very very privileged country and education and home and you just it's easy to there's a there's a fine line because I would never say like oh someone else is worse off because you need to address your mental health and you need to feel what you're feeling you know everything's relative if you're really struggling with something don't um not go through that because oh someone else is worse off but every day like you got to wake up so get out of bed and just enjoy the day because I'm sure things aren't that bad I know we're in lockdown but I just I can't stand it when I speak to people at the moment and it's like oh what have you been up to oh same old bored stuff at home like get a hobby honey (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I mean well that's it as I probably wouldn't have started this podcast if it wasn't for lockdown because essentially the reason why this started was because last year I'd planned to meet up with a load of people and do like vlogs and stuff. And obviously I couldn't because of lockdown. And then yeah. I'd been thinking about doing this for a while. And I thought, I don't really know how to do it. I've never been on a podcast in my life. And then I was just like, it's literally a conversation. <laughs> like it's just a two-way conversation. So how hard can it be? This is why I love podcasts because you are just listening into someone's chat. It's quite yeah. comfortable. Well, well there's a new app as well isn't there um is it called clubhouse oh, yeah. just... my sister got accepted into clubhouse oh did she, she? Was like, she was like listen Taylor, <laughs> it's really hard to get into clubhouse and i got invited in and i was like all right <laughs> I, I got sent a link by someone the other day if you want it <laughs> i think i'm all right <laughs> yeah that, for me at the moment i'm just like i don't need another app yeah. Like it probably is going to be good, but I just don't need another app. Um, but anyway, coming back to the whole topic of conversation, Ignite. Um, I was just wondering, has it just been, obviously you spoke about your sort of partnership with the app developer and things like that. So other than that, has it just been you or have you had like a sort of small team, big team working on this? So... Um the actual brand name and like all of the messaging behind the brand and the like my values with it and reasoning was my creation um but the people that i partnered with were hugely helpful in the like website design and the launch strategy um in terms of strategy they taught me so much so i am really grateful for that partnership um and then i also have had a couple of creative people involved so um a videographer and also a photographer and they were quite involved in lots of different like zoom calls and um also the production of things but i tell you what it's been so fun because even when i was doing all the filming um for like the exercises it was one of the toughest days because i did like six hours straight of exercises but not only was i doing the exercises I was also having to check the footage like each time and like direct myself <laughs> like it was such a an experience of of learning and I think that um I never ever ever would have thought that I'd be doing something like this even six months ago um, yeah, I saw your um your stories actually on that day and I was like I saw them like earlier in the day it must have been when you first got to the gym and then later on in the day I was like what is she still doing there <laughs> like, I, Flat out, <laughs> exercised all day. 
it was ridiculous i had to give myself like five rest days after that because yeah. everything i was hobbling out of there. Not surprised <laughs> so how has it been obviously with lockdown having sort of to organize all those sorts of different aspects of getting it up and running has it been would you say difficult because you've had to do most of it through zoom calls or yeah i mean i guess it probably would have been nice to have face-to-face meetings and um in fact when i was going to be doing my big filming day for all of the exercises my original photographer who i work with a lot um couldn't get to location because he's in London yeah. and the trains were like cancelled or something had happened so I had like 24 hours to find a new video <laughs> camera. It's not um, ideal. Yeah which was not ideal but I managed to somehow one of my sister's friends is um is a really um good videographer for music videos so mm. he just was like yeah yeah I'll do it um so we just like cracked on oh and then also actually the day that I was supposed to do it it snowed and I was snowed in my home I was I like this saying really that as well. happen. <laughs> <laughs> my, my videographer cancelled I got a new one I got snowed in um and then we had to do it like two days later but it was fine but yeah it's been there's been challenges <laughs> but um yeah you just gotta get like I say you just gotta get keep going get on with it that, that's it isn't it like without failure you don't really have an opportunity to learn if you're getting something right first time then it's probably not the finished product no and this is the thing like when you said because obviously we'd pre-planned to do this podcast before i even launched ignite and um then when it came to it especially with what's happened over the last week i was thinking that mindset of, oh, should I not go on the podcast? Should I not talk about it? Because like, should I wait until it's fixed and then talk about it? But actually, I think it's so much more valuable to be able to say, oh yeah, I'm doing this thing. It's not worked, but I'm gonna like- That's it, like everyone's gonna come up against failures at some point. Yeah, of course. So there's like, life's not perfect at the end of the day. So by -hmm. speaking about it, you might help someone else in the future. And someone else might be going through a bit of a blip at the moment with their dream business and thinking, oh, well, it's not meant to be. It is meant to be. Keep going. (laughs) And to be fair, like you said, I am quite surprised that you carried on through with the podcast because I know how much of a perfectionist you are. Yeah, and I'm learning not to be. (laughs) I love listening to people talk about how, like, not that I like it when people fail, but I love hearing successful people say, like, oh, it it didn't work out or this went wrong um so I think also it's nice to hear from someone who's at the same stage as you like I haven't got a successful business I'm not like making loads of money um I'm like really really at the beginning of my journey and it's so nice to speak to people who are in the same place just as much as it's nice to hear really successful people say that they were there um I think it's just nice to relate to people as well yeah exactly and you're giving yourself like also almost sort of the it's not embarrassment but if you know what I mean of being able to admit like humiliation isn't it of being able to admit that you're not sort of failing but you're at a point like a sticking point and admitting that it's there in the first place I think that that also really applies in just generally being comfortable in yourself like once you you accept your flaws as it were like not flaws but you know the things that you think are flaws you're invincible as soon as you're the one that's holding your hand up and being like this isn't working um instead of someone else pointing their finger at you then you you're untouchable like it sounds really silly but yeah it's no one can bring you down if you're the one who just owns everything about yourself yeah like last year when the first lockdown happened obviously the weather was a lot nicer and I was working out like every single day a workout post went up I think every day for about I think it was getting on like 70 75 days straight I had a workout post up and I used to get so many messages saying like oh like you're inspiring me to keep going I can't believe like like you can still go in the worth worth work ethic (laughs) and uh all that and then it got to which lockdown was it two 
the one that like the mini one for a month which was in November oh yeah barely worked out and it wasn't so... <laughs> well no I just couldn't be bothered like because the wet it was so cold it was like zero degrees most days so the thought of going from my nice warm house into the freezing cold garage to work out just didn't no. I couldn't be bothered I had resistance bands that I could hook up to a door, but I was already always worried that I was going to pull the door down because like I'd put every single band on a few exercises. And I was like, my mum would kill me. We've only just had the doors done. My mum kill me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if I pull that door down, I am dead. Like I'm living on the streets in like a week. Um, but yeah, I, at that point, um, I didn't necessarily hide it from anyone. I, I used to put on my story like, can't be bothered working out. I was just being honest, like, because yeah. I, I used to, like, I get so many messages and stuff about, like, how often I work out and, like, motivation, this, that, and the other. And I think Instagram is a very easy place to not almost lie to people, but hide things to say, to show that you're one thing when you're actually feeling a different way. So, like, like you were yeah. saying before with the quotes, you could think someone's like feeling dead positive because of a quote they've posted, but in reality, they could be sat there crying whilst they posted it. Yeah, you've really just got to go by how you feel that day. And um, I had a back injury at the end of last year, so I couldn't actually do any exercise for about four months. Yeah. And I got really into yoga and um, that was good. Like, I, I, again, it was just, I wouldn't have got into yoga if I hadn't hurt my back. And I, I got into yoga really actually when the gym was open. Huh? I got into yoga um, when I moved to JD, and I used to. I enjoy it, me. Mm. It's, it's good. It's just, like, it's just stretching. Oh, yeah. Really. Well, um, some of it's painful. Some of it's a bit more than that, but yeah. But it was kind of annoying because when I had my back injury, was when the gyms were open for that little bit of time. Oh, so oh, I, no. was, oh, so I was there. <laughs> I did cry at that point. I think on I did like a vlog. A week, I was doing weekly vlogs at the time, and I fully cried my eyes out in that vlog. And I put it. I posted it. I really feel like that was a low point for me. <laughs> <laughs> you look back on it a few years and just laugh at it. I was like fully crying. Like I know that everything is gonna be okay. <laughs> no, I, I I get some He's looks. Doctor was giving me months to live. He told me <laughs> you can't work you out. Can't. <laughs> No, but you should see the looks that I get when I go into yoga. Like, quite a lot of them are older ladies, sort of between the ages of 50 and maybe 65. Yeah. And then there's like one other fella, and he's about the same age. And then there's just me. <laughs> I'm just like, like right in the middle, usually, as well. I'm just like, oh. And that, like the room that we have is like just mirrored on the walls so you just stood there and I'm obviously like quite tall and all these little like old ladies are just like in the mirror I'm just like oh god stand out oh, like a stand nice no it, it is good like to put yourself into not necessarily uncomfortable positions because I'm quite confident but it is weird yeah just do something different yeah because yeah, like obviously these people see me lifting weights and like the free weight section and then all of a sudden I'm coming into yoga which is stereotypically like a in gyms anyway sort of like an older people's class to be in I don't know though because in, our, we, in ours it is. <laughs> when I used to try and get onto yoga in my old gym it was booked up within like seconds when the class would come up so I've only ever been able to do it at home but see ours is um ours isn't a booking system so you've literally got to wait outside the class and then get in like there's usually um like people like I think there's a free session before which is just where you can go in and do whatever you want and then all the older women start going in at about quarter to I think it's like like quarter to eight or something when it starts at eight and they're all getting the mats and just like sitting amongst all these people doing like circuits and stuff. I was like, I need to get down here, really. Yeah, that's what it's like. It's booked up. But anyway, we're, we're sidetracking again. <laughs> um, what have you actually enjoyed most about um, starting the whole brand? Um, the best part for me, which is a bit sad um, because it's on pause, 
was when it was live and people started doing the workouts and every day we were like checking in with each other um and just it's those messages of oh i tried the challenge today or i did the workout and this is how it made me feel um especially with the gratitude challenge like getting the messages after people were doing that each day just made me feel really good and um maybe that's a little bit like <laughs> i don't know um but yeah that for me is um just that sense of community and especially when you take it away from Instagram because we all know Instagram has got shelf life and um, people are just carbon copies of each other and I know it myself um, Instagram is is a bit posy and it's a bit one percent of your life and um the conversations that i have with girls every day like there's a there's a kind of like collective group of girls that i've just got into a habit of speaking to every day now um so for us to have somewhere else that we can meet and do more than just message or just like each other's pictures is so nice and um that's like my favorite thing about it and i just hope that that will keep growing so that not that i want to leave instagram but I've always known that I want to create something bigger with a bit more longevity and purpose and that I can build something that means more to me. Yeah. That is a, an interesting point. Now you say about Instagram has like a shelf life <clears throat> and I'd probably agree. And the thing that will not, not make me laugh, but a lot of people look up to people because of just purely following count. And I'm sure you probably know a lot of people these days pay for followers and likes. And obviously they get a lot of rewards for basically a follower count. Yeah. And what will be interesting to see is how those people react when sort of Instagram days are up. It sounds like we're giving it sort of... Well, no, but... Yes, if you are listening to this or watching this and you want to grow your social media following and you want to pursue a career as an influencer or anything like that, that is fine. Like, don't ever let anyone make yeah, you feel that's not a worthy career path or that you're not good enough for wanting to do that. Like, don't let anyone get in your way. This is your life. What I will say is that you can do well on Instagram or on social media with a small following if your engagement is high and also it may feel because I remember when I first started like my following hasn't grown loads really like it's kind of stabilized it did at one point I think no, where, what were you at when um we we met up at that event was that you were on about 5,000 weren't you 5, 000. which is where I'm at now yeah, um, but you're making me lose my point <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just saying like you're on about, what is it, 45, 50k, is it? About 40,000. Yeah. But when I first started on Instagram and I had about 5,000 followers, that was when I first started getting paid like, by brands. And you can make money on Instagram if that's what you want to do with not a huge following. But also it might feel like people are speeding past you. Because I remember when I got to 10k, a few other people did. And then next thing I knew, they were on 50k. 100k and I was thinking like oh, what am I doing wrong like why is mine not growing that much because at the beginning I was a bit in that um, mindset of like well if I have more followers then I'll be able to launch my business faster and be able to like do more and then a lot of those girls who whizzed past me burnt out and they they got rid of Instagram they were like oh it's compromised my mental health I'm not enjoying it I'm not happy um, and they just deleted their account and mine just continued to grow <laughs> slow and steady. And now I'm like launching my dream business that I never thought I'd be able to. And I don't have loads of followers and my engagement isn't great. But if you know your purpose and like what you want to help people with or what you actually want to do, um, then you can be successful. You don't need to buy followers. Brands don't need you to have loads and loads of followers. I have amazing sponsors and I don't have anywhere near as many followers as some other girls who are on like millions. Um, so yeah, don't let the number think that you're not doing well. Yeah, you've made an important point. And I think 
because I like I'm sponsored by my protein. I get a lot of messages of people literally that don't even follow me that just go, How do you get sponsored by my protein? I'm like, if don't just have an Instagram account just to get sponsored, have an Instagram account because you enjoy posting what you're posting, and then the sponsors will come. Yeah, it's all and it's always going to be that way. Like, I knew I wanted to do well on um, social media from like a fitness point of view because when I was really unwell with my eating disorder and when I was in a really bad place the places that I would end up on the internet would just feed that with negativity and there was lots of very very unhealthy forums and places I would find myself in and so when I started posting on Instagram and I realized that when I started talking a little bit more about my way of like healing and getting over that way of eating and all those kind of things and I realized that it was resonating with people and helping them I was like oh like I can be the positive voice that I didn't have then and I know that that's not always going to be the case if you want to do like a you might want to go down more of like the technical fitness side like I know Laura who's done amazingly um she's like really into the technical fitness I would say I'm more into like the law of attraction and kind of like mental and physical well-being just as a lifestyle um like know your niche because you might look at someone like love you Laura but um I'm just gonna hype Laura up now I could look at her and think wow she's doing amazingly her posts do really well I should talk about technical fitness because that's going to do well but it's not going to do well for me because I don't have that knowledge and it's not my thing I'm not passionate about that whereas like she is and someone else might not be able to talk about all the things that I talk about because they might not actually be interested in it. So you need to just be you. Very well said. Thanks. And uh, Thanks, <laughs> I think as a final question, which sort of relates to what we just spoke about, actually, would you have started Ignite if you didn't have such a big following? I know you've just said that you didn't have a big following, but it's it's reasonably like substantial, like 40Ks. It's not small, yeah. but it's, it's not massive at the same time. Like say, I don't know, if you had 5,000 followers instead of 40,000 followers, would you have still started Ignite now or would you have waited maybe to start it when you had more of a following? Actually, I have thought about this recently and in hindsight, I wish, and I don't regret this, but like I do think that I should have launched maybe even an ebook when I had less of a following because my engagement was great and I was in my swing of things. And I think that I just let limiting beliefs stop me from doing it sooner. So, but I guess it comes down to just t- like timing. I don't think that you need a big following um, to launch something or create something. Um, so if you think, if you think that you can create something that you know what you want to put in it you know what you want it to be like um just yeah go for it like i i could have i could sit here and think oh, i wait till i get a hundred thousand followers but it might never happen at the end of the day yeah, like, <laughs> no it, it probably will but it might not you, you just you gotta go for it you've got to take some risks sometimes yeah and you have two people buy your ebook um that's two people that you've helped and yeah. it's like what, 70 quid you didn't have and you probably will enjoy writing it anyway so yeah. don't worry about it yeah exactly you can't sit around and wait and hope that an algorithm is going to benefit you at some point because it changes all the time and a lot of people seem to be struggling with it anyway at the moment and like yeah. you said like I, I started my account to begin with just because I wanted to meet more people similar to me like my mates go to the gym and stuff like that but they're not too interested in like the social side of it so for me I just wanted to meet more people that were more like me basically and you'll meet like-minded people when you're doing anything and when I started posting I just thought like I don't at one point I did get a little bit hung up on like the engagement but when I first started out (laughs) yeah I know um it's all called now I don't care um but yeah, for me, if my post could help one person, then I'm happy. Yeah. Because it's one person that's been helped that wouldn't have been if I hadn't posted in the first place. 
yeah. I, think, I think you've just got to enjoy what you're doing. I think that's the that's main, the main part of it. If you find yourself going on Instagram every day for the sake of it and posting for the sake of it, and like that's not how it's supposed to feel. Yeah. 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 I spoke to Alex on the fourth episode about this as well, and we've both sort of got to the point where um like previously we both used to we were like posting every single day because like for consistency and now it's got to the point where if I don't have a post or I don't feel like posting then I won't and quite recently there's been times where I've had like three four days without posting I've still been posting on my story like what I'm getting up to and everything but if I don't have anything there then I ain't gonna post like (laughs) at the end of the day so yeah I think Unless there's anything else you've got to say about Ignite, I think we'll wrap it up there. I think we've had. Oh, I think we've chatted for a long time. I'm <laughs> sick of the sound of my voice now. <laughs> so, first of all, I just want to thank you for coming on to the podcast. Uh, whereabouts can people find you on social media? At TaylorBinney underscore. Um, Do you want to spell Binney my- for everyone just in case? Binney, yeah. B I N. <laughs> and also my Ignite Taylor page as well. I've just thought of one question that I was going to ask you that I haven't asked actually. I've ruined that, haven't we? Um, what's planned for Ignite in the future then? And when can we expect the uh, the new app? I would say timeline-wise, um, we're probably talking April time, um, but I'll keep everyone updated. And yeah, it's gonna it's gonna start with what I've got and grow from there. Like that's all you can do, really. Um, I know that it's not gonna be perfect, but I'm gonna enjoy building it, and I've got so much more to learn. I'm I'm excited to see it sort of come through, and see how that. see how you can change to not necessarily uh, not necessarily be a perfectionist all the time. It'll be interesting. You are, to be fair you are like to be fair like I'm sure there's probably parts of this that after the podcast you would probably message me to say no cut that bit out do this do that and I'm just like oh I've gone off on tangents around gone past that now yeah no it's been good I'll be fine I haven't sworn (laughs) yet um Right, we'll, uh, we'll wrap the podcast up there then. So as Taylor said, you can find her on Instagram at TaylorBinney underscore, that is B-I-N-N-E-Y, sorted. Um, so yeah, thank you everyone for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, remember to drop a like and if you're new, subscribe and we will see you in the next one. See you later, everyone.